All right, Maria Daniels here with Business Acceleration Playbook Live. And I have one of my co-hosts here today, Jeff Dewalskin from Hashtag Sampede. And I am host of Successfully Chaotic, as well as the founder of Reset Business Consulting. Jeff, I'll have you kind of dive in and introduce yourself. I mean, I kind of did it, but do it a little bit better. And then we'll let our guest introduce himself. Absolutely. Uh, great to be here. Jeff Dewalskin with Hashtag Stampede. We work with brands to help them maximize engagement on social media by creating auto response mechanisms that allow them to turn anonymous social media users into known folks that they can market to via their CRMs, et cetera. So happy to be here. Welcome, Michael. Yeah, awesome. So Michael, I'll let you introduce yourself to the people who maybe don't know who you are and need to know who you are. Um, I love your personality and your vibe. And um, that's one reason I was super excited to have you on the show. Thank you. Thank you. I really appreciate you. And, and same for you guys. Uh, I've been stalking your guys' show now to try to gauge what I was in for. <laughs> Made yeah. me a little nervous, but it's all right. <laughs> nervous is good. Um, I'm Michael Faber, part of Unleash You Now. I'm like the worst person to introduce himself. Uh, really, I just say I'm like the ultimate guide. Uh, where do you want to get to um, and how can I help get you there? And let's all win. That's good. I like that. That was good. I don't, I don't right. think it was a word. I've heard some pretty bad introductions and that's not even in the top 10. So good job. I like oh yeah. That. Yeah. That was good. <laughs> so I know you um, unleash you now. It's, you've got your logo behind you and on your shirt yeah, and yeah. on the shelf pretty much everywhere. So that's excellent. I mean, it's branding. Well done. I like that. It's good stuff. Um, so can, can you explain to people what that is? Unleash you now. So uh, like four years ago, three years ago, I decided that I didn't want my business to be about me. You know, uh, like it's the Tony Robbins company, the John Maxwell company, the Eric Thomas company, right? Transcendent company. Everybody has like their own company name. And I was just like, if something happens to me, what happens? Hmm. Right? Like if something happens to Tony Robbins, are people going to come to see Chris Robinson? <laughs> right? Like most people don't even know, like that's the second guy, right? Like, so it's, it's, I'm like the cause, I always say the cause is above us all. Well, if it's after, if I name it after me, because I need to hear my name repeatedly, I don't have that sexy of a name, Michael Faber. Like it's like, it's confused for, I don't, most people don't know if it's German, what? So I'm like, let's not make it about me. Finally, my ego stopped being the biggest thing about me kind of. And um, I was like, let's not call it Michael Faber company. It's still debatable. Depends on the day you find me. Um, <laughs> And let's call it Unleash You Now because everybody has greatness within them, right? Like, I don't think it's, I don't care what we call it, God, universe, tree, dirt, wind, right? Like, I don't care. Um, I think everyone has greatness and it's not like, hey, you're going to have a really good life. Hey, next guy, sorry, it's going to be real crap, but real bad. I'm trying not to curse. I'm sorry. Uh, it's going to be real bad. Um, hey, you, it'll be all right. Hey, you, right? Like, I don't think that's how the line works before we come. So it's, we all have our greatness within us now. How our greatness isn't all the same. If you give me a paintbrush and a canvas, you're going to think a kid did something, right? Like uh, like a three-year-old made a picture because I'm horrible at painting, right? But it's my area of expertise, like my area of genius, like where I'm passionate about and where my purpose is towards. That's my area where that's where I can show my greatness. So we all have it. The thing that holds us back is what are people going to think about me? What are people going to say about me, right? What if I don't do well, right? Like what if I mess up? Because we all know to get somewhere good, we're going to have to mess up. Right, like the first time I gave a presentation, I think it was in front of seven people, three were family, right? Two were strangers that just run, run, went in because I think they didn't want to get out of the rain. <laughs> and the other two were actually ticket holders, right? And it was real weird. Everybody was scattered because I thought there was going to be 500 people because remember I had an ego. <laughs> so I had all these seats and seven people and no one sat together. So I had to be like, can you guys all come? 
can we just come down a little bit? I don't want to scream. Like that's weird. It's like seven of us. Right. But it's, uh, so we hold back. So the really it's like unleash you to the world so they can see your greatness and your masterpiece, move the flag further down. And then now it's like the tree. Uh, the best time to plant a tree was 20 years ago. The second best time is now. First time to unleash your greatness 20 years ago. The second best time right now. Let's do it. That's good. I like it. I like it. And I'm, I was laughing when he was saying, don't use your own name just because of you, Jeff, but that's fine because you know, I like you and comedians do have big egos. His, his um, show oh, is no, called. Hang on. <laughs> well, I, I, there's a, there's a distinct Whoops. reason why. So my podcast is called live from Detroit, the Jeff Dwoskin show. And so here's an interesting story, Michael is uh, wait, what's with the face? <laughs> anyway, I think I just saw it today. I think I just listened to it today. Oh, maybe Mary Ellen Hooper. Yeah. Maybe. How weird is that? So when you said that, I was like, hold up, like you guys are watching my feed or something. But go ahead. No, sorry. Well, I did just really connect with you on Facebook, so that could be. It. Oh, but that's they, probably why. Thank you. So, and thank you for listening. And so, here's the story of why I think I got in my head that having your name is not the worst thing. So there's yeah. this company called Unique Catering in Michigan, and. Michigan was a hotbed for a period of time with movies would come here because we had incentives. And so he made a huge connection and they go to look up unique catering, but there was unique food. There was unique this, there was unique that. And they called a different unique and he lost like a hundred thousand dollar deal. So he ended up changing his name to his name, which I won't say because it doesn't exist anymore, but like, so it was the, you know, the blah, 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 you know, catering or whatever it was. And so that way, because it was so unique that no one else is going to have that name in most cases. And so that that's why. And, and so in, in my head, that's that's the only positive for it. It depends what kind of unleash you now with Michael Faber or something like that. It wouldn't right. be the worry, right? So they can connect and not if there's unleashed right. potential or something like that out there. Oh, it's great for branding, having yeah. your name. It's great for branding. Plus, plus you already heard my thing today. So I didn't, it's, it's <laughs> so now I, I have, again, people that watch me know my personality. So I was just snickering the whole time, but I, I mean, I think obviously both of you have giant points. And I think what Michael was saying was more that it was a kind of a mental connection of what's, you know, what's next. Like you said, you know, if something happened to you, what's the fallback plan? Like what's the, what's next. And I, you know, I, I, think that that's a great thing to kind of think about but as far as branding yeah jeff i just i like i, I like to give jeff a hard time he's one of my favorite people to pick on so <laughs> well, it, depend, it depends too you know michael might be building a whole bunch of people that know the unleash you brand and can act on his behalf and and coach oh. on his behalf then it makes sense that the michael favor you know <laughs> now is not the, the greatest you know so right. i get it it, just, it all depends. It all right. It all just depends, right? But right. I get it. I agree with Michael, hundred percent. And how can you disagree with anyone with that beard? There's the only negative I have on your <laughs> on your uh, marketing shirt is the beard, kind of deflects. Oh, and I beard. just cut I mean, it. I mean, I mean, the shirt deflects the beard because oh. it's a dark shirt, so it's getting a little lost with the lighting you have because I can tell. You want it to be white, a white shirt, a white shirt or something, yeah. maybe a light gray, something that would just really rock that. Make your... it, make a pop. Boom. <laughs> yeah. Boom. Cause it's, yeah. you put too much, you clearly put a lot of time into that beard and it. I just cut this to be more presentable for your show. You're right. And it's so, like it beards. just, beards are you, good. so yeah, if, if, um, 
I, mean, I I'm a, a beard consultant. Yeah. <laughs> so on the on the side. I work with some of the top right. beards in the industry. <laughs> I can't name names, but yeah. started the beard I, club. <laughs> be good, good stuff. I mean, you could have like a beard group to go along with your unleash your beard. There, there you go. I'm in. Oh my god. R, just add the R and then beard at the end. Boom. Oh, we owe you fifteen percent royalty for that. That's right. You know, just, just, just invite me. I like to look at people with beards. I just, I'll be like the person that's just trolling and looking at people's beards. I'll be fine. (laughs) Me too. So we'll do it together. (laughs) Yeah. Perfect. So, okay. So, kind of take us back again. You mentioned that you planned for five hundred people, and you get seven. Can you? Can you share with us maybe how you felt, other than you didn't want to (laughs) yell? I mean, like, how was it? Was it? You said you had like a big ego. Like, yeah, I got this. Which I mean, obviously, feeling self you know, secure and self-assured is a good thing, but you know, having planning for a 500 and having seven, that is a big hit. And I've been there too. Cause I used to do public speaking. I've, I've remember at the very beginning, I was just like, Ooh, crickets, crickets. I mean, I get, I've been there. Um, I, but I want to hear from you. Like, how did you feel? Like what was kind of the thoughts going through your head? And after it was over, you know, what, what did you do? Oh, I mean, I cried I drank. Yeah. Right. I did all, I did all the things to try to numb the pain. No, uh, like, there's a piece of you, uh, whenever you, whatever you want to call it, right? The lesson, right? The failure, right? The burn, right? Before we rise from the ashes, like it hurts. And like one of the things I try not to do to entrepreneurs is lie, right? And like, I'm not the Instagram lifestyle. I'm on the beach with a laptop every day, right? Like I don't like sand that much. And it gets stuck on me. It's like really weird. Uh, mm-hmm. But right? like people post that on Instagram, like this is what we want to do. I'm like, meh, right? But if I try to be very honest about it, especially when you're trying to build, like there's videos of me taking middle of the night flights, right? Wides because they were the easiest ones to get on and they cost the least, right? When you were trying to build a business, they were the best ones to go, right? So I try to be very honest in the space and, and how I grew in the space and where I came from in the space to where we are now. Uh, because I think that gives, I think one of the hardest things for me, what created, I don't know if how many posts you see of mine, but my posts are rather aggressive, people tell me. And I think one of the things that created the aggressive approach by me is that for so long, people were almost like, hey, this is what winning is, and you're not experiencing it. And don't you want to? And it was like the worst marketing ever because like 90% of the people hearing it were like, wow, I suck. And I don't think marketing is meant to make people feel bad. Exactly. Right? So uh, when I saw that and I wasn't winning yet, I was like, these like, they became my target, right? I was like, I'm sorry about that. It's an office phone. Uh, the You're popular, right? Yeah. I don't know why that's next to me. I just look, I'm like, ah, that's it. Um, so they became my target. Like we were going to go at them, right? Like not necessarily at them, but that stance, right? To look at me. Here's a video in front of my mansion. I'm sitting on a car I rented for one hour, right? Like that kind of marketing. That was what we were going after. When you're trying to fool people into giving you money, to get a lifestyle in which one, you don't have, and two, they don't know if they even want to have, you were our target. And that's what fed our fire. So then when you won, it wasn't to win to rub it in. It was to win and show you what's winning really like. You can win. It's not this. It's what winning is whatever you make it. And whatever your success, picture of success is, whatever it is for you, right? Like me, I like double stuff in Oreos. Some people think they're awful. Right. Like it's all it all matters, your perspective. But the idea is, how can we how can we make it where the people coming up, the people that are where we were five years ago, 
don't feel like straight trash because it's not going the way they want it to go or the way they see us going. And, and that's what really came from those losses was me learning that, but it was painful. Uh, absolutely. And you're, and this is why I, you know, I can, I've been, you know, connected with you on Facebook for a bit now. And that's what first kind of connected me with you is because I have that same mentality. My podcast is literally that same concept. I, you know, I got tired of looking at all of these people, you know, on social media or growing businesses. And it was like, oh, I did this and I did that. And I did this. And I was so great. And, blah, blah, blah. and here I am with seven kids and barely keeping my beat my shit together. I'm just gonna say my shit together, yes. you know, half the time. And, you know, I just got so tired of it because I kept, I kept looking at all these people thinking I was doing something wrong. And it's funny, you know, I just kept this hashtag, you know, grind, hashtag hustle, hustle, all these things. Not that they're bad in themselves, but they set this mentality that you have to never stop, never rest, just keep grinding. And there's, there's something to be said for that, but there's also also something to be said for the fact that I completely hit a burnout, complete fell on my face burnout. And it wasn't until then when I started kind of picking up the pieces, I actually started looking at what I was allowing to be in my life again. And much like you were saying, I started defining what I determined to be success. And for me, it also was not sitting on the beach with a laptop. That's not even realistic with my life. So, I mean, I, I really love your vibe on that and you're frozen. Either that or you're really good at like playing like mannequin. But I don't know if you can hear us. but Because <laughs> I was like, he's been making that face for a long time. <laughs> that is good. That's usually the face I make when you talk. Yeah. When when you, talk, you, well, you know what? You know what? You know what? Oh, no, he he's, like, he's like, I don't like you anymore. Bye. Uh, he'll come back. Right, he'll come so, back. Anyway, I have to add though to that, but I'm gonna wait till he comes back because I want to. Yeah, here he is. There he is. Boom! There he is. Hey, Michael. So surprise! That's a magic trick. So here's the the interesting thing, and it's like, um, this is one of like the wisest things I ever heard. And so don't laugh at me when I say I heard it from Rob Lowe, the actor. (laughs) But he was he was actually talking about one of the twelve step programs. I think that he went through. I think he had gone through something. I, I don't remember the exact context nor the show, though it was a good show. Is it, And the quote was, and he was probably quoting something else, was never judge your inside by somebody else's outside. Mm-hmm. And I, I it like, it's such an important kind of mentality because that's what we do. That's that's exactly what we're talking about right now when you're, you're feeling bad because these people are saying stuff. And the reality is whatever they're saying is their version of the truth and likely not the truth. Mm-hmm. And they, it's the version that they want you to believe is true. It's the here's my perfect life on Facebook, here's everything that's going on. And that's their, their outside. And then my inside who I know I'm really, I'm like, I'm comparing it to that, which is true truth. And those, those aren't apples to apples. Those aren't oranges to oranges. And it's like, you can't, anybody who says anything, I remember in business, we used to, we had a business and if we said things were great, things weren't great. And if we said things weren't great, (laughs) <laughs> it meant things were freaking great. <laughs> <laughs> because, so true. Yeah, because we never really wanted to, you know, we never, you never wanted to fully gloat the way it was. And you always, and then you never wanted to overplay your hand because you can miss opportunities when you do that. And so, but I did think that's interesting. It's, it's, um, you know, when I'm on, on Facebook and stuff and someone's like, I released two episodes and had 10,000 downloads. Is that good? I mean, like, 
Shut up. <laughs> Is that good? It's just my friends and family. Is that good? 10,000 downloads? Oh, really? Because my 5,000 friends on Facebook have ignored me for the last six months. Somehow you have 10,000 that have downloaded your podcast. Well, you know what? They supported your pie. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, but you know what I mean? It's like people, they, they do that all the time. And it's just like, I don't I don't believe anything. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> that's how it is. I mean, and I think that's the the reality of it is, you know, well, we I've had clients who have had hundreds of thousands of followers on Instagram and they barely can make their invoice every month. And then I've had people that had a couple hundred who are actually financially doing fine. So, you know, a lot of times these vanity numbers, I mean, they're fine. You know, if that's, you know, that's one aspect of kind of measuring things, but it's not everything. And I think sometimes we forget that there's a whole lot that can go on behind the scenes. And that's why I love your perspective of it, Michael. So even though Jeff was making fun of me and all my like going down a long, long, long path, that's what I do. I talk a lot. So and I've I've got the mouse. I'm the one clicking. So remember that. It's all good. It was like it, it, when uh, Michael was talking. I the antithesis quote uh, Peter Lafleur. You know, I found from Dodgeball. I I found that if you have a goal, that you might not reach it, but if you don't have one, then you're never disappointed. And I got to tell you, that feels phenomenal. <laughs> It's a great movie. <laughs> <laughs> so, so true. Yeah. I love that Rob Lowe line, by the way. I'm yeah. Still that. Yeah, Google it. It was from a very interesting kind of show. It wasn't I like, like Rob it Lowe. wasn't like an Entertainment Weekly type uh, interview. <laughs> it, was, uh, it was like it was some interesting introspective. Uh, if I remember, it was like black and white. I don't. I don't know what it was. One of those things I just accidentally watched. And um, but it was like they, it really kind of. I don't want to say it's like changed my life, but it changed a lot of my perspective on things a lot. Like I always check myself against that, that comment. Nice. So as far as your team, I do know that you've got multiple people kind of mm -hmm. working with you kind of explain that dynamic. Like what all does unleash you do, um, or at least oh. you now, whatever. Right. So, uh, the, uh, whatever it is you do, whatever. Uh, so, we have courses, right? Programs, memberships, things of that nature. My thing that I love about us, I love our mastermind. I love our retreats. And why is because I love the room, right? Like we have conferences as well. I love the room. There's something about the energy of a room that changes things, right? And I witnessed this first in my life. And then I was just like, so it's like anything else. First you experience something, you're like, this is so dope. Right. Like, I love this. I don't know if we use that term on the show, but I say dope a lot. Right. Like, this is so dope. Right. Like, literally, our nickname for the guys in the show and on Leaf You Now is the Super Dope Brothers because we all say dope. Like, it's going on like, like we're in the 80s. Um, the, so, with us, it's like the, the room can change lives. And when you experience it, then you dive into it. You're like, let me immerse myself in this and feel it. And then after you learn what you learn, now you get to like your secret land. It's called Narnia. Right. And you get to your Narnia. And if you talk to people like you're from Narnia, people think you're crazy. So you got to go back to who you were when you first experienced and communicate like I'm that person still. So they walk into the closet with you to get to the secret place. Right. And it's like you're trying to show people and guide them like towards the life they want and, and how this is how this can change your life. So I love the room. Anything that get me in the room. COVID nearly killed me. Not necessarily the sickness the the where everything was shut down no one get a room we had to cancel our conference we had to cancel our retreats cancel our mastermind and it was like no like we're not going to have a room right like we're not going to feel that because no offense to virtual events they're not the same uh -huh. right they're great 
Yeah, the Valenti Sim, especially for someone like me, ADHD. I'm like, someone's talking on a screen. I'm typing something on the other screen, right? I'm listening to someone on my phone talk to me too, right? Like, it's it's horrible for me because I'll try to do 17 things at one time and do none of them well. Uh, so it's having that room, having that having that that community, like uh, like Jeff was saying earlier, the unleashed. That's our movement. Like that's our community. That they're pushing it for it. They're going further than I could by myself, right? So. Um, that's how we operate. Uh, AJ Vassar is amazing in the speaking world. He lives in Columbia, the country. Uh, cause anytime I say that people are like Ohio I'm like, or South Carolina. And I'm like, no, like the actual country, like they have their own bank. Um, he's amazing. He does uh, a lot of our speaking. Uh, he trains a lot of speakers. He's a, a trainer and international speaker himself. Um, we have Margaret McClure. She runs all our events. I terrorize her. She despises me every day because she runs all our events. She sets them all up and then I go and I go, no, all this has to change. And I start moving things around and then she gets infuriated because I'm doing it. Um, so clearly I'm, she's going to last really long. She's been in her like six years. So I imagine she'll stick it out further, but uh, every day I think she's going to walk out. Um, Evan Anderson's videographer, graphic designer, extraordinaire. He was supposed to get to the jets and work for them, but I snatched him from the jaws of the feet. Um, you know, cause the jets lose a lot, no offense to the jets, but um <laughs> But our team is, is growing more and more. But uh, it's, it's like I said, we only hire people with PhDs, passionate, hungry, and determined. So let's get it. But that, that's what we're about. And our, yeah, our team's growing more and more. Um, without them, look at me, right? Like, it's hard to make me look good. So they're doing a really good job. <laughs> that's that's why I'm here. I don't make Maria look good. <laughs> and you're doing a fabulous job at it, Jeff. You really are. We're two perfect guys to be here together for that. Yes. I like that, that PhD, passionate, hungry, and determined. That that was pretty cool. I'm gonna... Yeah, I like it. One day, Good Jeff's going to quote me like Rob Lowe. I'm going to be. There you go. There's this the one green. guy. He had this, um, he had this amazing beard. <laughs> no, I think that was brilliant. When you said PhD, I'm like, whoa, you're pretty fancy. Then you're like, yeah, yeah, no, I'm no, like no. oh, it's an acronym. Wow. Yeah. Took me no, like 18 years to a four year degree, brother. That's great. So we've got a couple of comments. I don't know. Um, Brent Schultz. Uh, I butcher peep shot. Okay. He said, what's going on? Well, just hang around and you will see. And um, Alex. <laughs> well, actually, no, actually, those were explanation points. So oh, it's more like, what's going on? Like, what's, what's going happening? On? A question Ooh, would have been like, what's going on? Like, so, I, I mean, the situation does. <laughs> you know what? You know what? I'm still sticking by my statement. And Alex said, "Yo!" Exclamation point. So. It's a difference. It's a difference between what's going on and hey, what's going on. I don't know because it could be. It, it, it could be. It, you know what? You're right. I don't care. I didn't read the exclamation points. I'm fine. <laughs> Michelle Moy said, "Hey." Um. Let's see. Kevin Castillo said, "Legends." Yes. He says you're a legend. Are you a legend? Hashtag legends. Hashtag. Julie gave you some hearts. The green, the green and, and blue. Coach is in the building. Keep it up, coach. We love you. So do you, do they call you coach? So, yeah, the, this is why this is weird now. When I was in sports talk, yeah. uh, there's a bunch of Michaels, right? So you couldn't be like, Mike, what do you think? Because seven people would be like, well, right, all at the same time. So I coached basketball. So everybody okay. was like, coach, just so I wouldn't be Michael. I was coach. So when I got into like, coaching even though most pe coaching world hates me because i'm very hard on the coaching world because there's a lot of bs in it right there's a lot of i didn't eat the brownie this morning so now i'm a health coach people yeah <laughs> I, I, I hate the i hate the brownie so i don't even say that but 
Um, so the coaching space isn't fond of me in some areas. Uh, but yeah, they call everybody calls me coach just because there's a bunch of Michaels and you don't want to be just Mike because that'd be depressing. Just Mike. Ray is, Ray is quoting. Maybe Ray didn't want to be the second yeah. coach on the show. Yeah. Ray said someone's perception is not always reality. So that was what we were Correct. talking about. And it is good stuff. But it is their reality. Yeah. Right. 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 It might not be truth, but it's true to them. Right. My feelings are my feelings. You can't Absolutely. discount the way I feel. Right. And Jeff Reaney said, day. Jeff Reaney agreed with you that you did him a favor by not letting him go to the gym. So, <laughs> so that's awesome. But yeah, I mean, it seems like, like I've, I've watched um, on some of your posts, like I react, like I like your posts. I like, maybe I like aggressive, aggressive posting. I don't know. I like them. And I've watched your team supports you on all of that and i'm a big fan of teamwork collaboration teamwork you know networking all those things because i see so many people trying to do things solo like just by themselves and you know it just it doesn't work effectively and part of that is because what you said earlier is you know perception we all have our own perception of things so how do you kind of reach the masses from one perspective you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And, you know, I like that you've got this kind of this real teamwork vibe going on. How many years did it take you to kind of put together that team going from like, hey, it's just me up here, Michael, talking to seven people with 500 chairs, like to now having a team of people kind of managing all the things. Right. It's that quote I heard someone say once the uh, it's, if you want to go fast, go alone. But if you want to go far, go together. Mm -hmm. Right. And I heard after you say a quote so many times, your first time you quote the person, second time you say, I heard once, third time you just say it. All right. So now I have to just say it next time. But the idea was uh, how I learned it or when I got it was because how many times I failed before it without it. Yeah. I tried to be Superman, right? I tried to be hero. I tried to do everything. Right. And uh, it was one like growth, maturity, understanding, knowledge, right? Being able to apply it. I, I, would, I was famous for building businesses to six, seven figures and then destroying the business. Right. Like it was like a running joke. When is he going to destroy this? Right. And unfortunately, like all jokes, there was some truth to it. Right. So it was it. And then I figured out how to not let that happen was put people around you. Right. That'll catch you when you fall. Yeah. So when people say, how do you go so hard? I would say, I know I have people with me that will catch me when I fall because we're all going to fall. But if we put those safety nets up, we have those people around that will that, help us. Right. Three things to be part of Unleash You Now. Right. Uh, will lift you up. So you got to be willing to lift people up. You got to be willing to build people up and you got to be willing to check yourself and check others to keep them up. I think those three things need to happen to continue on a progress, right? Making progress. And uh, that's what our community does for each and every one in it. And when you build that, someone said something to me like five years ago, they said, I said, I'm going to change the world. Right. And if you know my past, my past is ridiculously bad. I changed the world numerously negative times, right? Like I did horrible things. Uh, it's, it's documented in court, right? Like it's like, it's not hard to find, all right? So I was, I was that guy. And when all of a sudden I'm like, no, we're gonna change the world. Like we're gonna impact everyone's life. Like we're, we're gonna get everyone. Like this is gonna happen. Everyone's like, all right, buddy. Like what drugs are you doing today? All right. And they were like, yeah, sure. You and what army? So I was like, good freaking question. You gave me a hint, yeah. all right? It's like when I got pulled over and the, the guy said my middle initial, he said, Michael A. Faber, what's the alphabet? I was like, you gave me the A. Right. Like A, B, C. Right. I got it. Um, so I went and created an army and it's just badass people just doing badass things it has nothing to do with me. And that's awesome. That's great. 
Jeff, what do you got? I feel like I'm talking the whole time and you're just sitting there judging me. So it's your turn. Michael was on fire. I didn't want to, I didn't want to, it's definitely, wanna that's a thing we got going on. That's the vibe. We, so we Mike, when, when did you kind of shift from doing these undisclosed bad things to realizing you want to help people better than change? Or you're going to see how slow I am. This is how dense I am. Right. I stopped doing bad things at like 20 years old. Right. And one week and one week in my twenties, I found that I was going to be a dad. I uh, got shot at and beat a case where I was facing over 20 years. Michael's right? 22 for everyone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was, it was 30 days ago. It's 30 days. Yeah. Ago. <laughs> um, <laughs> right? So it was a hell of a week and I lost my father when I was a teenager and I didn't want my daughter to go through the same thing. So I was like, I'm not going to be dead or in jail for my kid. So that day I gave up that life and I thought I was going to do the right thing. Right. But what I did was completely fake. I, I would say I like, I went through sections of my life. My beginning of my life, I was the villain of my story. The middle of my life, I was like the damsel in distress. I was waiting for someone to save me. All right. So I did all this fake stuff. I, I made money in business. That's fine. That's just, you can hustle and make money. All right. Uh, but I had the big house I had the fancy car, I had the spinning uh, rims, six 12 inch subwoofers in my back, my ass, my escalade. I almost said my ass. All right, my Escalade. Be really weird if it was I would my have ass. been, yeah. <laughs> and making some loud sound. It's the bass, yeah. guys. No, um, <laughs> the uh, good excuse. But uh, and this is how bad. Like this is how like my friends really didn't care about me. And this is why I'll say this. I used to wear matching velour suits every day. Right, where the logo matched the undershirt. I walked. I had exact same color Timberlands on and the exact same color Kango hat backwards. Right, like I was the epitome of every joke ever made that was funny, and no one told me I was it. Right, I was just like, what kind of friends do I have? But <laughs> um, in 2011, that's when the crash happened. Uh, one of my best friends took his own life. Uh, and that was the second time suicide really hit close to home for me. Uh, the first time was my brother in the 90s. He's one of the 22 here a day that served the country took his own life. And uh, at that point, I realized I did nothing to help anybody, and I kind of like went off the deep end. I was going to attempt suicide. I was sitting on the Lewis Beach with a gun in my mouth. A picture of my daughter fell in my pocket and that stopped me. But I like went on this journey to find me, right? Because like, someone's like, bro, just go find yourself. Like I was just lost. Like I was just a puppy at the park and no one knew where it was. And so I like traveled all over. I looked behind all these trees underneath rocks trying to find me and I just couldn't find me. And I was sitting one day and I, I was going through the journey of who I was, right? Like when I was the villain, then I was the dancer. I created both those people because I thought that's what served me. But it wasn't serving me. It was protecting me from facing what I had to face, from the pain and the hurt. I come from a very military family. We're not hurt, we're mad, right? We go to secondary emotion. Uh, I had to get over that pattern and that habit in order to have a life where I could do anything for myself or others in a productive way, routinely. So when that all happened, a basketball coach when I was younger asked me a question. He said, did you make anyone life better by being here? And until that point, the answer was no, and that was scary. So then after that, I made the promise that I was like every single day from here out, I'm gonna make someone's life better. And it started by the people close to me. My mother's a saint. She put up with everything I did and still believed in me. She shouldn't have, right? My daughter's an amazing woman, right? She's 17. Uh, don't tell her I said that because she's annoying as heck right now. 17 is not a great age for her, right? And, or at least for me, one or the other, right? So uh, it's, it's, it's trying, but I still thank God every day for her, right? Uh, but that's when I started 2011, my buddies bought a ticket for me to go to a conference, went to a conference. I was in the room. I was that tough guy. I sat there like Jeff's doing with me right now. He's like, just eyeing me up, waiting to attack me. I was doing that in the back of the room. I had my arms crossed. I was just like, everybody's like jumping up and down. And I'm like, 
right? Sitting, the guy's like, stand up. I'm the only guy in the whole place sitting down, right? Like, I'm not doing anything they're telling me because I'm real tough like that, right? And, uh, or because I was a fraud. And uh, I, they drove me back to my house. I went into my room and I just started crying. And it was like, finally, it was like, I had to let it out. I had to face everything. And then what now? And what now was, let's help. How? And you can't say some crazy things because then people think you're crazy. Like, yo, I'm going to end suicide and self-interest behavior. Everybody's like, what? Right? Like, we're going to change the world. We're going to leave everyone's greatness. Everybody's like, yo, this sounds, I think if someone actually said it, they're like, this sounds like a gimmick. Right? And it's, it's true. You have to then take this big monstrosity of a dream and then how can you make it logical? Well, who are the people that change worlds? Entrepreneurs, content creators, right? People that are willing to blaze their own, blaze their own path, like do their own thing. So I'm like, I want to help them because that's how we're going to do it. So how can I help them? Well, I'm all right at marketing, pretty good at business, right? Like, all right, so how can I help them there? All right, I can help them speaking. How can you get business out for free? How can you create business without spending money to create business, right? Because the old belief was who can spend more wins in business, but let's create who can spend the least and win, yep. all right? So, uh, so then the, the people that are trying to make it have a chance because they don't have much to spend. So that, that's kind of how it started. So I would say, I wish it was at the end of trouble, but then trouble ran into like emptiness and then emptiness ran into to this. Sorry for a long story. No, I mean, I think it's great. And I think there's a lot of people that can hear commonalities in your story. I know I can, I can hear, you know, for people that, you know, know me and follow me, I've shared a lot of my story, which you, other than the legal trouble, I've not been in legal trouble, luckily, but, um, I've been through a lot of crap and it's the, the same as what you said. It's like, you know, you do, you go through these chapters in your life. You don't even realize, you know, what chapter you're in at the time until later you kind of get out of it and you're looking back. And honestly, the same chapters you said were my exact chapters too, you know, and I think that that's, I think it's important to share those things. And that's the reason that I share this stuff that people are, I've even had people say, why do you tell that? You own a business. Why would you tell people that? I'm like, because I was the person looking for somebody else saying it and nobody was. So I decided to be that person. And I love that you're like that. You're just kind of like, this is who I am because, you know, and I can say this because I've actually worked with people, big high CEOs making the big bucks and people think that they've got it all together. Nobody has it all together. They're just really good at hiding their, 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 their messy stuff. Right. And I think it's more important for people to see the real, the raw, the authentic, and to see that you're able to be vulnerable because that creates trust. And, you know, in a business setting, we, we know, we hear the saying, you know, we do business with who we know, like, and trust. Well, how do you create that trust? If you're not being real, you're not being raw, you're not being authentic. So, mm -hmm. I mean, I love that. Right. What about you, Jeffrey? Jeffrey I, I, I love it too. And it, just so uh, to go back to um, our previous thing is while you were thinking that you're like, you were like, oh, Jeff's uh, judging me. It was like, no, I mean, <laughs> this is this this is a good lesson from other people's outside. Don't judge your inside. <laughs> Jeff's thinking, oh, this camera's making me look really wide. I wonder if I, <laughs> if I did this, it would kind of break up <laughs> and, and make me not seem as heavy. <laughs> And then, and then you're like, Jeff's ready to pounce on me. I'm like, oh no, 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 no! I'm just I'm trying to just I'm trying to detract from the from the whether this outfit choice that I made and and my ears that seem to be uh, really. You don't uh, look wide. I I think you look. No, wide. Yeah. I'm just saying, but that's just me. That's just but that's my inside. Right. Oh, other than your Detroit hat, you're a handsome man. 
Just <laughs> <laughs> right at is to protect you from the amount of forehead that I would be displaying. Oh, um, come on, tell me about it. I, know, I got a six head. But it's all, it's all good. But it's all, it's all, you know, it's it's all what we want. But no, I I think it's great. It's like you know, and it probably helps to be as open with your story as as you are, right? I mean, it's how you kind of learned in the path and and you know why you've earned the right to kind of help people and 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 so it's it's an interesting and an important part of your story so it's it's great right i think all too often we <laughs> i think all too often we tell people like you know that warrior mindset or gladiator mindset and we don't talk about the whoopings right like the straight beat downs warriors take right because life's going to scar us all right like if you do nothing or you do everything life's going to scar you I like it's going to hit you. It's going to, and it, what we feel like out here is nothing compared to what happens inside. Right? Like everybody thought I was tough because everything I could handle outside, I would try to, like, I have seven teeth left because I used to try to fight everybody. I wasn't good at it. I just said I would try. Right? That's why, hence, I don't have a lot of teeth. But the, the idea was like, that wasn't tough. That was me trying to express how hurt I was on the inside. If I can't express my pain, I want you to feel it. Right? That was actually a weakness in me, not a strength. But I think we all too often talk about the toughness, the warrior, like getting the arena, and we don't talk about the ass kicking that the arena is going to give us. And know it's coming regardless, so you might as well try some cool stuff while you're doing it. Absolutely. Very cool. So what's your favorite? I mean, do you have a story that you can give us, like of maybe a entrepreneur or a business owner or you know, a person that you've kind of helped through Unleash You? I mean, do you have oh, kind of nice. a you like to tell you know what's funny um when you started that like do you have a story you like to tell i was like ooh, really ooh, ooh. and then you were like oh. yo let's go into i was like super excited i was like jeff's a comedian i'm gonna show him how funny i was because i tried to be a stand-up comedian well, for like two years i was miserable we, at we it right and then you're like business person you helped i was like wah, wah, wah. Right. Okay, but, right. no, um, we, can, we can totally we can totally circle around we're very good the flow. michael <laughs> unleash you and you do yeah. you redirect you do you redirect <laughs> just be like this is the redirect story this thing. all right i'll reflect anything i can no um look, there's so many people i can bring up brent shot's amazing right like dude there's so many amazing people that are like listen i always it's true when i say i'm i'm not worthy enough to be in the community of the unleashed i'm not Right, like there are amazing people better than me, lived better, did better, help more, impact more. I'm like, they inspire me to do better. I think it's like vice versa. I'm supposed to do it, but I like they do it, so it's really weird. Right. But there's so many people I could name, right? There's so many people in our mastermind that's literally like changing the world, just doing crazy things to help people in so many different areas. And I don't want to forget any of them. So I'm just gonna say a bunch of them, right? But the story I say normally is because of how quick everything can change, right? That single thing that snaps you, right? That aha. And uh, I'll bring up Spencer Jones, right? Spencer Jones found me and he did like, I absolutely, this makes my blood boil. When someone's like, hey, I want your services. And for your services, I'll give you mine. And I'm like, what's your services, right? Like, what are we talking about, right? Like, this is weird now. Now I don't know if you're doing something illegal and you're trying to get me caught up in it, right? I try not to do that anymore, <laughs> right? Like I get in trouble another time. I, it, Depending on what it is, it could be a long, long time. So I'm like, uh, so let's not do that, right? So I absolutely hate when someone does that. And uh, Spencer actually reached out to me that way. And I was just like, automatically, F this dude, right? Like, no. And uh, I'm like, oh, okay, dude, uh, what's your service? Right? Like, now I'm just like, I'm going to entertain you for a second. Then I'm just going to say no deal. But he was like, super hyper, right? He's like sending me a video. He's like, hey, Mike, I, I really, and he has this like long curly hair and it's like bouncing around. He has like a, a tie dye shirt on. I'm like, 
bro, you're, like, you're straight out of the 70s for me, all right? Like, I love this, all right? Like, the hippie generation is, like, the most interesting generation to me. I've, like, studied them, like, creepy-like studied them. In case we ever get to go back, you know where I'm going. Um, so the uh, he comes to me, he's like, my business is derailed, all right? I'm, I'm not doing what I want to do. We're not doing what we have to do, and I'm coming near the line of I'm going to make a tough decision. And I was like, well, we should have talked before this, but okay, let's try something. All right. And we, we worked together for like one month um, where I was just kind of guiding and he was doing what he was doing with what he has. And the next month he, he doubled the sales from the entire year that next month. And it wasn't necessarily just that that happened. It's what that did for him mentally, how that changed him. Right. And now since then, he's beaten that month multiple times. And this was uh, November of last year, right? Like October, November of last year. So not not like not even six months has already beat that number multiple times just by implementing what he knew in a different way. Right. And it was just because he had it all there. It was just how to do it. Right. How to put it out, how to reach his people. Right. What strategies to use, like Dream 100, different things of that nature. Right. Like just those little things can change the game, right? Change your business, change your trajectory, change your mindset, change your life, right? And so seeing that happen is always one of my favorite stories because how quick it did and how in one month he went from it's over, right? To I'm going to have my wife retire so we can just do this together. She's going to stop working. We're going to do this. Like that's how cool that is to me. So I'll always say his story just because it's he shared, he's very open. Like Jeff said, be very open. A lot of people won't tell you how down they are and they won't tell you how up they go, right? That business thing Jeff said early on, right? So a lot of people follow that. So you never really know, but Spencer was very blunt, very honest, showing me things I didn't even ask for. He's like, look at his bank account. Look at this. I'm like, <laughs> I don't need your bank account, bro. Right? Like, right? But uh, so that's the story I always say, just, just how awesome it was to see that happen and that unfold. And I work with people mostly in business areas. Uh, some of our other people work with people in mindset and, and other areas. So just seeing that unfold and what that meant to him and his family and his life and, and what he believes now and doing now, uh, it's, it keeps me in the game. That's awesome. Other than the other than the part of working with my spouse, I think me and my husband would kill each other. But other than that, it sounds great. <laughs> right, 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 right. I think we'd straight up murder each other. It would be bad. But <laughs> but now you can entertain us with your comedy. So because you now you you've kind of like you've already you've laid it out there. So <laughs> I said I was bad. I said I was bad at stand. Remember I did a few well, years. I know, but that would still entertain me. You know the only <laughs> the only joke I ever got anyone to laugh at was the first joke I said. And I always said it first, so they would think I was good, so they would give me their attention, and then it was just miserable from then on. All right, Jeff's like, oh, I know this, All right? Yeah. And uh, <laughs> everybody always thinks I'm like Irish, right? Because my red hair and super white but the rest of my family is like dark hair and darker skin right like very olive oil-esque and my ancestors are really italian so no one ever believes me and i'm like i cook italian right like we had restaurants uh i have we have food truck and catering company still right like and no one ever believes that my ancestors are italian and they're always like well okay then explain how you get the red hair and it was easy it was uh, my dad was an old man when he had me he had rusty pipes <laughs> Pretty good. I like it. Thank you. I was Jeff, only laughing. Jeff's the real critic. Jeff's the real critic. So what do you? What he do you smiled. Say, that was the night. That was he the night. He smiled. See, now you can. You, know, you can be like, I had a real comedian laugh at my joke. He's gonna take I, me on tour with him. I'll open for I, you. If I was gonna put you through an unleash, you now 
program of comedy writing. I, <laughs> it's it's a good joke. It's it just needs to be edited. That's all. <laughs> hey, I mean, I'm really bad at editing. You should read my first book. <laughs> awesome. But but it, the premise is good. It's a good. Yeah. Uh, Thank you. And he was. He was like 43 years old when he had me. He lied to my mom and said he got his things done so he couldn't have any more kids. And he was his making things. a little like jacuzzi room. He liked that thing. So I was trying to be PG there. Yeah. All right. Um, he got his thingies done. And uh, he was he made a jacuzzi room. And he almost had it done. And my mom walked in and said that he was pregnant. And he goes, let me guess. This is where he's going to sleep? She goes, yep. And uh, <laughs> so then from the rest on, um, my dad called me rat because I ratted him out. But he lied about his getting his things done. <laughs> I'm making Jeff laugh. I'm feeling like a winner right now, Jeff. That's that's a good story too. Yeah, you're good. <laughs> You've got more of your people up in the comments, um, and and that's one thing I love is that you know your people are there to Man, honestly rep. They do, and I think that's a big part of it because you know, as somebody that's in the business world um, or even podcasting or whatever, it's, it's that acknowledgement. We crave human, human interaction. We do, you know, and when somebody starts a business or starts a podcast or starts a whatever, just start something, create something, right? You're literally dreaming something into existence. It, you know, most of the time for us, it's not about the money. It's about the acknowledgement. And, you know, so that team, you know, atmosphere, that support system. And I see it over and over on your posts. And that really struck me because that's a big thing that, you know, that I focus on and I teach and, you know, I, I love is that, you know, just that network, just that support system. And, you know, I've been watching as they're coming in, the people and it's, and it is, it's the, it's the green and blue, green and blue. Yeah, they're even putting all the hearts up there. And I mean, it's, it's amazing. It's amazing to have yeah. that type of a support system, yeah. you know, built in. Um, Wait, like it's if for people that are wondering, you know, well, what is, is Unleash You something that I can get involved in? You know, is it something I did see you were going to Mexico, which I'm not going to lie. That got me interested. You know right. what? <laughs> I was like, Mexico. All right. Can I'll put go? on green and blue. All right. All right, right. Like, so what do I got to do? I just got to buy <laughs> green and blue. Like, yeah, yeah. Where I I'm start? in. Whatever. <laughs> yeah. Last time I went to Mexico, I got so sick. <laughs> you know what? Don't try to ruin Thank this you. for me. Too, <laughs> Don't try to ruin this for me, too. You know what? I love tacos. Don't drink the water. So, exactly. Well, you know, you, you get cocky. You're like, oh. That's why you drink tequila. You, I drink but, tequila. But nice. there's things you can't eat there that you wouldn't think, like salad, because they wash it in water, right? And like, yeah. or like a mix, you know, I got so, I have a funny oh story. Oh, my but. goodness. Thank you for saying that, because I did not think of it. Oh, yeah. you didn't? Yeah. So, Don't yeah, get we salad. can give you don't get yeah. it. Yeah, anything. Just, Any, yeah, just anything. Take a like shot that. with everything. You're good. Just a shot of tequila with everything. It just like Perfect. kills everything. I mean, is, is Jack Daniel's work? Because I, I, oh, so I don't want to. I, I sure, I'm sure everyone would love to hear my funny story, but let's hear about Unleash You now. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I was waiting for a lovely, your funny story. Um, so listen, we have, we have different parts of Unleash You now. So we know everybody's at different parts of their journey. There's absolutely free parts of Unleash You now. Right. Like we have free groups. We have free memberships. Right. Like there's absolutely free. So it's our thing is we want to help everyone. Right. Anyone that resonates with us that falls into to what we view. Right. Like what we believe, what we fight for, our culture. Right. Uh, we're here. Right. And we want to support it. So there's no like, oh, no. Well, I hate when people are like, does uh, my avatar makes five hundred thousand a year? My like, Jesus, man. Like my avatar is a person. Right. Like it's not a bank account. And when we ever no. talk money. 
I always laugh because people always say some money thing. And I'm always like, what's behind that? Because that's what really tells me what you're about. We yeah. all need like money's an exchange policy. We it's all need tool. it. Yeah, exactly. We exchange it for shit we want. We don't exchange it for things we don't. Right. So it's to me is why do you want that money? What's important for it? What, what feeling do you get when you have it? Cause that's what you're really seeking. Right. You're seeking that thing. It's like whenever we have a goal, we're seeking what feeling we get when we think we accomplish that goal. Mm -hmm. And that's why if you ever achieved a goal and you're like, this wasn't as amazing as I thought it was going to be, it's because that feeling was already there. Right. So now if we can get that feeling now, the key part to if we really want to expand our life, how do you get that feeling more rather than just that one thing? Right. So if I want to feel accomplished, Right. I want to feel like I'm, I'm, I made a difference. I make my bed. Right. I hold the door for someone at Wawa. Right. I, I, I record another course. I give stuff away. We set up a conference. Right. Like all these things are doing that, are living that life. So now I'm feeling that thing so many different ways. How do you think that makes me feel? Oh, my. I feel unstoppable. I feel bulletproof. I, you should see sometimes when I get real cocky, I'm like, I'm going to go hard, so hard for my people. They're going to take me out because I went so hard for my people. Right. Like because uh, I, like, I start going like I get on soapbox. You feel like I'm in some kind of like movement kind of thing. And that's what we are. We're a movement. It's like, that's, if you want to create a business, why does only like 4% of businesses last past 10 years and then name those businesses, Apple, right? Oh, that's for the misfit. That's for the person that didn't want a cubicle, right? It was something bigger than just, a, listen, we buy our phones from a computer company, right? Like that weird, like, we're like, yo, we're going to buy our phone and our headsets from a company that made computers. We don't look at it that way. Right. And why does no one cover up that Apple? Right. It's because that's a statement like I'm a misfit. Right. Like I'm not I'm not we're the right round peg square hole or something, whatever it is. Yeah. Right. Like we're that. Right. It's like so it's the businesses that did that created that like they created that feeling like you were part of something. And Maria, you said something earlier that I believe to the core of me is that how do we end the things we don't like? Right. Like self-interest behavior, suicide, mm -hmm. drugs, all that stuff. We do it by connecting because yep. we all want to connect to something. I always said a story. I was in the Bahamas and I walked into a bar and no offense to Detroit. I walked into a bar and a person was wearing a Mets hat and I went banana sandwich. Right. I was like, what? M-E-T-S, Mets, Mets, Mets. Let's fucking go Mets. Right. And the guy's like, yeah. Right. And all of a sudden me and this dude are talking for like an hour straight about the most amazing Mets teams. Right. We're like, Daryl Strawberry. I would let him do Coke every day if he played that good. Right. Like, not good. We never should have got rid of him. I don't care how many drugs he did in the locker room. Right. Like, it was like, and we were like going, and Bobby Bonilla, we still pay the dude. He hasn't paid in 20, he hasn't played baseball in 20 years. We're still on our, I don't know how we still pay this guy. Right. And it's funny, the dude that got a 10 year contract, Bobby Bonilla will be getting paid longer than him. This guy, a 10 year contract this year, Bobby Bonilla gets paid 10 more years. Right. It's crazy. Right. But we're going through all this stuff. We're like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Guy leaves. My, my friend's like, holy shit. That's so weird that you met a dude you knew here. I'm like, no, I didn't know him. He had a Mets hat on. I'm like, he could have dead bodies in his closet. He had a Mets hat on. Like we connected on something. Yeah. But that's how bad we see connection. Like someone has the same hat. Someone has like the same interest in something. But that's surface level connections. That's not deep connection. Yeah. Like that's not going to make it through the hard days and the bad days. Right. So you got to have deeper connection. How do you get that deeper connection? You form it with people, movements theories right like applied theories things of that nature that you can get really into ingrained in it's not a person right so i can mess up but the cause goes on or i can uh, something can happen to me and the cause goes on so i i know i went all over the place there and i'm not even no, no answer, i but, get it but, you're, you're get speaking it. my I, language I, I i had that same thing happen to me like i would i wanted to go see a michael nesmith concert you know one of the monkeys mm -hmm. and he was coming to town no one would go with me no one 
And I was like at this event and all of a sudden I heard uh, Michael Nesmith. And I'm like, what did you say? And I don't know the guy. I, but I, people I know there know him. So he's not like, a, and I go, he goes, oh, Michael Nesmith. I got, no one will go with me. And I go, I'll go with you. <laughs> I'll do it. I'll do it. Yeah. So That's it fine. is, is you can connect. I mean, I can't tell you his name. But, <laughs> but I'll always be the guy that went to see the monkey. But it always, it always will be one wow. of my favorite stories. Yeah. I love it. Well, and that's the same even with marketing. I can't remember if it was you or Jeff that was talking about, you know, some stuff about marketing. You know, that's what really drives true marketing is connecting to that emotion, you know, com connect to that emotion. I tell that to people all the time. You know, nobody wants to be spammed with just like ads of crap. You know what I mean? Nobody cares about your freaking logo, no matter how amazing it looks. It's like, whatever, they don't care. So, I mean, it comes down to what's the story and the emotion that's tied to the logo. And you mentioned Apple. That's a great example. Another is, is actually Airbnb. And, you know, their whole concept is belonging. They literally built their entire business on the concept of people wanting to belong. And it's a pretty cool story how they kind of created that. They were like broke, didn't even know how to pay their rent and threw a mattress on the floor. Like we're going to, you know, create the experience of belonging. And it just like, obviously the rest is history, as I say. So, I mean, that, I mean, you're right at the core of everybody. We just crave to belong. You know, we crave to make those connections and the emotion behind that is what really drives true marketing. So, you know, that's the reason we react to things that are funny or sad or inspirational or whatever. We're reacting to the emotion tied to that. And that's the reason that is the most impactful way to really market. And the only way to really do that is kind of dialing back to what we said earlier, is to really be vulnerable, to be real, to be raw and authentic, or you can't drive true emotion. Right. 100%. A lot of times people think you market towards the why. And it's not true because everybody's why is different because how we dictate, how we make that feeling logical is becomes our why. Right. But the thing is still the feeling. So when you start in your writing or in your video or however you're marketing, when you make people feel what you're, the feeling you're trying to get them that they already have, and then you show them there's a way out of it, right? Because your customer's in a journey, right? They're either in the painter problem, they're running from the three Ps, pain problems are past, they're running towards three Ds, dreams, desires, and destinations, or they're in the state in which they desire, right? This one's the hardest one to sell, this one's the easiest one to sell, right? And it's all because they're, they feel it, right? When you're in that thing, you're like, when you have knee pain, you're like, get, get this pain out of my knee, right? Like I'll rub whatever oil on this, I'll dance around this tree if it helps me, like whatever gets this pain out of my knee, I'm in. Right. And then when you don't have, it, you're like, ah, they're like, but what if it comes back? You're like, oh, shit, I don't want it to come back. They're like, well, if you take this, it won't come back. You're like, oh, my God, thank you. Give it to me. Right. Like I'm eating berries off trees and shit because now everybody finds some natural way to get away my pain, um, which I love, by the way, because it's much better than taking some <laughs> pills out of a bottle that we were programmed to take for years and years and years. But it's so that that that's marketing. And as long as you're not doing it like in a scummy way where you're lying to the person or like misleading them. Yeah. Cool. Like if you're if you're painting some BS, I'm probably gonna make fun of you in a post. I'll do it subliminally though. I don't really call it your name. Absolutely, I, and I <laughs> like that too. It's good stuff. <laughs> so what say you, Jeff? No, this is awesome. I I want to give Michael all my money. I did, I feel like I could get some. I I'm glad. <laughs> <laughs> but then you said free, so I'm like, oh good. Yeah, we'll say there's Never a mind. bunch of yeah. stuff free. I can. I, I, I'm just, go ahead. Sorry. No, I was just going to say it'd be great to uh, get you enough money that you could have that logo professionally printed. 
<laughs> right? You like that? I mean, it's not it's not anywhere. Right. On, the, on the drawn. On he was the drawn. That's, uh, that is actually uh, Evan Anderson, who uh, that's an EA, uh, even though it looks like ET. And uh, I make fun of him all the time for that. It that's does our, look like ET. That's our graphic designer. And I told him you should stay with computers. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, not the best I've ever seen, but thank you for doing that. It's better than I could do. I couldn't do that. So no, I'm, I'm good. I can't draw. Terrible. So. I've typed for too write. many years. My handwriting's terrible. But anyway, yeah. So if if people are wanting to check out the the free options, you know, because people, mm -hmm. I mean, it's a trust thing. It is. You know, it's a mm -hmm. trust thing. If they want to check that out, you know, where do they find you? And then if they're like all in, if they're like Jeff and they're like, take my money right now, you know, what do you have to offer? Right. So. uh that was a nice way of saying that. What do you have to offer? I was like, excuse me. I, I just got my hair cut. Um, I had long curly hair until like three days ago. Um, the uh, So first I would say, uh, look, Spencer Jones just popped up in the room. Sorry. Um, first I would say, I, I'm glad he wasn't here when I was making fun of him. Um, so first I'd say like, find Unleash You Now uh, on Facebook, Michael Faber on Facebook, uh, literally around everything, Instagram. Uh, you name it, TikTok, Snap, right? Like, it, unfortunately, YouTube, like everything, right? Like, unfortunately, every that occupies my whole life. It's like sort of different platforms, yeah. right? Even Clubhouse now, just got to go in there and ramble and hear the same people say the same answer 9,000 times. Um, it's fantastic. <laughs> the app's not getting old at all to me. Um, <laughs> you can definitely tell the two responses someone had that they used to use online until like you actually got on-time questions. And it's the, stu the same, those two responses. Mike, you're really good at those two things. I take it. Right. So um, those are some areas where you can find free, right? Uh, and one is we always want to add value before you spend the dime with us, right? Because we want to show you we can, right? Yeah. So we want to add value. It's like people even say some, some I knew other lives or, or other spaces and want to join our mastermind. I'm like, yo, come to our retreat launch, see what we're about, see how we operate, see what we do. If you like that, then do it, right? Because- exactly. Right. Our biggest thing is like the number one thing, who are you for in business? Right. Like who do you serve? Right. But the second thing, who don't you? Right. Like, because we're not for everyone. Like yep. no one is right. Like there are people that don't have Apple phones. They're like, what? Right. But there are people that don't have them. I'm like, I'm lost. No offense if you guys don't, but come on. No, it's I have Apple. Yeah. I'm come on over. Apple. Jeff's probably like, all right. Yeah. I got I'm, it. I'm glad you did that. I was about to be like, no way. Jeff's going to be the one guy like, excuse me, do you know the pixels in a Google phone? I'd be like, what? Some guy told me that once. I was just like, you're way too prepared for this conversation. Uh, I'm just talking shit. <laughs> so uh, I really don't care what phone you have, but I was just saying. Um, the, so the idea is like, we're not for everyone, right? Like everybody's not going to vibe with me. And something I did for a long time that I stopped doing is I used to shave my edges a lot to fit, right? I had to like shave this off to be able to fit where you wanted me. And then I'd be like, why is no relationship like full fulfilling? Why am I not getting what I need from a relationship? And it's because I wasn't willing to be me. So it was like, all right, be you, right? Like let it all out there, be like overly. So then people are like, whoa, like this dude's crazy. That's not for me. He has a <laughs> haircut like a Viking, right? And a beard like one too, and probably talk like one too. So um, the only thing I don't like are ships. I get seasick, but the other than that, it's great. So it's to me, it's like, make sure we're your people. So come check us out free. Then if you're like, I'm all in, take my money, hit me up or hit AJ up because AJ loves taking people's money. So, or hit <laughs> me up and, um, and we'll get you exactly where you want to be. That's best for you. 
and and part of us. And listen, being part of the community is absolutely free. Come be part of the community. The support is unbelievable. Uh, the the people are unbelievable. Uh, Maria's in the house now. Spencer's in the house, right? Like Ashley's in the house. Like the the list goes on about the amazing, amazing people that are part of Unleash You now doing amazing things. I tell you, I'm not the attraction. They're the attraction. I'm just the loudest one in the room. That's awesome. That's awesome. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank it's you been guys. Great. So make sure everybody check out um, Unleash You now. So um, Jeff, do you have anything before we leave? Get out of here. No, thanks, uh, uh, Michael. Um, to uh, if if you were to tell Maria, Spencer, Ashley, Julie, all listening right now, would you tell them they should check out my podcast? No, hundred percent. I ran into it today, <laughs> and it, very it was subtle. so it was so rememberable that when you said it, was like, hold up, <laughs> I remember this. Like, how do I know this? I'm like, this dude's stalking me for somehow, right? But um, no, definitely. Uh, I like, I like how it's, it's different. I like the authentic part of it. Thank you. Like, it's not like every other podcast I've heard over a thousand times. And that's refreshing for people that listen to podcasts. <laughs> that so is not you, the you, same you heard it here. Make sure you check out. The oh, it's just me. Live from me. Detroit. The <laughs> Waskin show. Right. You, you heard it here. It's, it's, it's been, you know, a, a, a wonderful part of podcasting history. We're all super excited. So make sure Julie, Maria, Spencer, Ashley, every, I love Jeff's show. I also love Jeff. I love giving him a hard time. So it's good stuff. <laughs> Me he's too. Very, he's I very subtle. I know he's, he's a very, he's a very subtle man. Very subtle man. <laughs> this, this is, this is me challenging Michael. <laughs> this is, this is me just trying to look at <laughs> I don't get it could be mistaken for the other looks. That's kind of like I was a, like, he's he's preparing flirting. He's he looks like he's flirting now to me. That was a flirty face. It looked like duck lips. This would be the preparing to come at you. <laughs> All right. Well, this conversations fell up a cliff. So we're gonna go ahead and end this here. This <laughs> this is acceleration playbook and we go live every Tuesday, 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time um, on our business acceleration playbook new Facebook page, which you need to go over there and like it because it's sad with like not very many people right now. Um, it also streams live to Successfully Chaotic and some other places all over the place. So you can find us and make sure you check it out. And Michael, thank you for being on the show. Thanks, and yes, awesome. And everybody go ahead and check out Unleash You Now um, because I said so. So there's that. So, Great. all right. And until <laughs> next week, thanks a lot. Appreciate it. And Jeff, thanks for being on here. My and pleasure. It, it's no, it's my pleasure. It's, I mean, you're Jeff Zawaskin. I can't do that. You are.